0: We, To be honest with you We're talking about how like Beef's probably going to be A luxury in, in like mm. Maybe even 10 years time I can believe it um, But like I am really excited About the fact that like Some of the cuts of meat That people don't Generally eat Are some of the best cuts mm. Like brisket is a Is now in vogue Yeah But for the most part People would sh- never eaten brisket
1: It's a brisket. piece of meat Yeah
0: You have to cook it Cook it for ages
1: Otherwise it's You have not- to cook it <laughs> First You cuck the cow <laughs>
0: it tenderizes in its own tears um <laughs> then you
1: then you thin on the cow now let's just
0: ignore the fact that i know all this stuff but uh-huh. um the other party in the cuck situation is often known as a bull so really there's that yeah
1: huh i didn't know that part of the terminology oh thank you you're educational wel- as ever
0: you're welcome i suppose Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of Hey Brew. Uh, This is the podcast about the kind of stories that you tell in the pub. It's those slightly poorly referenced and potentially slightly spurious, and some of the facts aren't quite right, but they're always entertaining. And we invite you to have a beer with us and listen along.
1: Hmm. My name is Elliot. My name is Mike.
0: That was a new intro yeah. that uh, we're trying in our effort <laughs> we, to better represent what we do. Yeah,
1: we brainstormed it for about five minutes and went, let's just give it a crack.
0: Yeah, there was literally no writing involved. It was very much like uh, the final
1: season of Game of Thrones. Ah, 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 ah. Never seen it. Is that anyway. still relevant? I feel like that has dropped the fuck off the face of the earth as a, as a conversation.
0: I just can't think of any other things which were as badly received as that recently. That's fair from the election results in the US, <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, back to us.
0: Um, um, yeah,
1: we just we just want to we want that to represent what we actually do because a, a show about beer and storytelling is kind of not quite yeah. right.
0: It was it was good and snappy, but it was difficult to explain to people what we actually do. Yes, yeah,
1: yeah. So a collection of pub stories is a lot better. Yeah, as it's, a starting point at least.
0: I um, yeah, it, it's it, this is just random. Random stories and, and things you should know, but told...
1: That's things we find interesting. Yeah,
0: it's like that thing where you sit down at the pub and you're like, have you guys heard about this thing? You're like, what? No. And then, like, someone tells you. Sort of half, like, kind of understanding the full. Yeah. You know, it's not an expert opinion, No, usually. No. It's usually just well, an interesting well, thing in the, that's happened. Not
1: in the types of pubs that you and I go to, anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely not. Unless unless that opinion, expert opinion is, like, how nice Stella is or something.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah expert on that all right leave me alone
0: (laughs) yeah um
1: mike any uh any any beer action going on uh plenty of beer action uh got my hands on some of the moondog and run the jewels crossover beer uh this week uh they launched it last friday Mm -hmm. um so what nine days ago it Um, does play to both of our loves it does uh both big fans of well beer but more specifically moondog and the the rap duo Run the Jewels. I don't understand quite how, how that came I didn't about. know that beer oh. existed.
0: And then I saw it and my immediate thought wasn't, what episode can I pull out of this? But I was just too excited. Yeah.
1: Well, they've done collaborations with other breweries in the States before, mm. but I've always looked at it and gone, well, there's no fucking way I'm going to be able to get that here in Australia. And then they, mm-hmm. for some reason, did a collaboration. So I thought with you Moondog. meant Moondog and I was very confused. No, no, no. no Run, <laughs> Run the Jewels, the Jewels have yeah. I've done plenty of stuff with breweries over there. I think they tend to stick to one... And they've done a bunch of them over the years. Gotcha. Um, But I don't know where this Moondog one came from, but it's, what is it? It's a hazy IPA. So I I looked into it a little bit and it's basically,
0: there are 12 breweries around the world that they collaborated with for making this beer, which is in line with the release of, because their music is on the soundtrack to Cyberpunk 2077. Right. However, it doesn't taste like a garbage mess.
1: Yeah. It also has no reference to that game on the can now that you no. mentioned that. What's it called? No save point. Yes. Which I think is the name of the track. Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, you're right. Um. But it's just like a black and gold can and it looks dope as hell.
0: Yeah. It's got the the gun and the fist on it.
1: But the fist is holding a bunch of hops. Yeah. So of course I bought, like the chain. T- I bought that I bought that t shirt. Yeah, rad. Yeah. I
0: uh, I'll be honest with you, I was uh, I was eyeing it up and I was like, huh I might have to purchase this. It's it's, um, it's good looking shirt yeah
1: oh i think Run the jewels branding is cool we both yes i think we're both on yes. that um but i at the same time got some of moondog's uh pat pash mm. passion fruit sour um it's i'm assuming named after pat cash i think so yes um that's just delicious it's a very good fucking passion fruit flavored sour beer i don't know what else to tell mm. you if you like sours and or things that taste like passion fruit it's worth a whirl yeah right i think it's relatively new from from them
0: yeah i don't think i've seen it i think i think it might be because i Keep. I go there semi regularly, so mm. I have seen some of the but I haven't seen that one before. So, mm. um, yeah, cool. Mm. Um, I had the Moon Dog one. The mo- uh, excuse me, run the last Run the oh my word. Try again. Yeah, <laughs> I had the Run the jewels one last night. Actually, yeah. so it's the first time I sort of come across it. it. Was a couple of days before, but yeah, I thought it was um, yeah, it was a great drop.
1: I, f- I found that like you know, hazies tend to be quite like fruity in their flavor, but I found that it had a bit of hop smell to it. Yeah, which I didn't. I didn't hate but it's just unusual for the style.
0: Yeah, not not too common,
1: but I've, the but the flavor of the hops wasn't like super in your face, which is like a no. little bit on on top of the the hazy. Mm,
0: it was good. Yeah. I, I had um the Bells Beach West Coast IPA as well last night. That was that was decent. Mm.
1: Um It is the season now that the weather's actually finally yeah. a bit warmer. Mate, This this just a great day for a beer. It is. Like good m- most
0: days are a good day for a beer, but fuck today is. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> uh, I think I can smell one more coming on after this episode.
1: Mm. Oh yeah! I
0: don't know if that's mm. your kind of thing. Oh, I could, I could, you could twist my arm. Fantastic! I'll say that much. We've got to stop making social plans on record. Yeah, just in case people show up. Yeah, in the past somehow. Yeah, that'd be bad. Mm. Anyway, do you want to get into today's, today's beer? beer? Yeah. yeah, I
1: mean, we we both sound like we want and or need one. So let's take a look at this one. Uh, so today. Uh, we've got from Deeds Brewing, uh, a one that, a that I think we've featured a few times. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like we must have done. Yeah. Because um, Quiet Quiet Deeds is like a sub-brand of theirs, right? So uh, Quiet Deeds was their original pale ale, I believe. Right. And they were Quiet
0: Deeds Brewing because they only had that yeah. beer out. And yes. then they kind of changed the name to... Okay. Deeds. So it's
1: they're fully just deeds now. Yeah, okay. and then they make like special editions called like dark deeds. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes. Uh anyway, this one's from Deeds Brewing here in Victoria. Um this one is called Fiscal Damage and it is a hazy it says TIPA, I'm assuming triple IPA.
0: Yeah, so it's um just but, looking at the back here but it's triple dry hopped, which is yes.
1: three dry <laughs> hop editions. Yeah. But, Fifty grams per litre. Uh, but yeah, it's also nine point five percent. So that's where the uh yep. the triples come in. Do I it. Guess. So I'm gonna rip this one. Suggest you do the same. Just reading the um, the packaging. Yeah, any anything of note? <laughs> All of it is quite mad. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the blurb on the back is essentially like the boss when the when the boss is away, the, the workers
0: will play. Pretty much management takes an early summer vacation, the brewer's left in charge. And we, the brewers, decide to take up on ourselves to burn our bonuses for the people. Fiscal mm. damage represents an absolute disregard for any responsibility in regard to budget. <laughs> Triple dry hopped, 50 grams per liter. Now, to put that into perspective... That's an expensive production? Uh, it's stupid. Hops are probably the most expensive part of the beer-making process in uh-huh. terms of, like, you know, like ingredients. Doll, dollar gram. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming yeast is quite expensive on a commercial scale as well, but yeah. um, when you're brewing, at least on a small scale. But... For a 20-liter batch of beer before, I've put in 50 or 100 grams of dry hop, mm-hmm. sometimes 150, and that's a lot for 20 liters. Yep. This is 50 grams per liter. Yes. I'm putting in, my mass is poor, so I don't know what 200, 150 grams per 20 liters, is, but it's a lot smaller. Yeah,
1: yeah. Seven and a half grams a liter? Sure. That's that's kind of, of. Sure. As, as e- Even if that's not quite right, it, puts, it gives it a magnitude, right? Because you're dealing with a single digit, and this is fucking fifty. Yeah, uh, it wasn't very quick maths from me there. But. <laughs> it was it was medium maths. It was both slow and accurate enough. Someone, I did some 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 quick maths the other day, and someone turned to me hmm, "Swift maths,"
0: and I was like, "You you you were so close. <laughs> it was right there." Hmm. Anyway, let's have a wee bon appetit. Yeah. Mm. Just waiting for my my head to go down. Weird sentence.
1: Yep. I heard it.
0: That is opaque. Mm-hmm. That is genuinely
1: like light one. Light cannot pass through its
0: surface. Uh, uh "Simpsons" <laughs> reference. Yeah, no,
1: it took me a second because it almost like that accent was a little heavy, and it sounded like you were actually speaking French. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, it, "Why?" Thank you. But then my brain caught up, and I was like, "Oh no, I've heard that before." Mm. Um, that is quite something. Yeah, blider. That's. Mm. It's a lot of flavor. Yes, that is.
0: Yes. Ooh, yeah, blimey. that's yeah. very good.
1: They weren't messing around with all those hops.
0: No. Um, I don't think we'll be too surprised to hear um, what exactly the flavors are like. Very mm. fruity, very hoppy, very...
1: Yeah, I'm kind of like the f- specific fruit flavors are getting a bit lost for me in amongst all the hops. It's it, it's pretty
0: experimental beer, yeah. so not that surprising that it's almost it's almost too much going on yeah uh, so
1: because there's there's not really an indication on the can in terms of like what sort of fruit flavors they might expect us to to encounter here
0: No. Nah. I mean um, you can pronounce that first hop for me because I I forget Motaweka, Motaweka. Uh, Mosaic Crow, Mosaic and Warrior like there's four different hop varieties quite strong ones as well
1: four different malts too what the hell yeah. what are they
0: doing um, apparently yeah yeah <laughs> disregarding the budget yes um it is a very strong flavored beer yes it yes. is not unpleasant but it is uh, it it's a little overwhelming
1: it's, it's like you know when you first start to mess around with like west coast ipas where the point is to taste the hops yeah it's kind of like that a little bit in that it hits you and you're not expecting it because it's a hazy and you're like oh i know what hazy tastes like yeah um
0: it, it, it's like it's like if you if you only ever drank like Carlton draft for your entire life and mm. then someone's like here try this and they give you something like a jelly juice you'd be like what the f- there's
1: so yes. much going on here yeah i've I've, done, I've had that with a few friends where they're like oh, i don't really like beer when things like Carlton draft and lagers and stuff are like most of their exposure i'm like here have a go at a nipper or a hazy or a, or even a sour <laughs> yeah because they'll go into it going i don't like beer but it's like yeah but you might not have necessarily seen all that beer can be nowadays.
0: Yeah, yeah what beer has to offer. Um, yeah, I had a double um, double raspberry, or raspberry double sour. Mm. That's a really stupid name. Imperial sour, I guess. Yeah. Yesterday, um, with lactose in it. It's like, the, the person has was with, let them try it, and they're just like, that is really not what I expected it to taste. So I was like, yeah, but beer doesn't taste like people expect a lot of the time nowadays.
1: Yes. So,
0: yeah. This, this tastes kind of what I expected it to taste like. Yeah. There is no, so knowing, much going on. Yeah, though. knowing
1: there's a lot of hop in it, uh, it's it is kind of what we would expect. I think for someone who wasn't you know that well versed in the various styles and oh, yeah. things at play here, they'd be like, "What is going on there?" It, um, is, it is nice, yeah, but it, it is just a I lot. I think it's it's almost easy to confuse the amount of hop flavor and the bitterness with that with the alcohol and be like, "Oh, I'm just tasting that," because mm. um, it it feels boozy. It doesn't taste boozy. If that makes sense yeah it's
0: it's surprisingly balanced, considering yes. like C- considering everything that's going on with it yeah there's not, there's not too much sweetness, there's mm. not too much like hop burn or anything. I, there's not even too much
1: bitterness. I've just realized what I think it looks like, cloudy apple juice, yeah, 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 oh, I'll dig that yeah yeah, which is weird in its in its own way um, yeah it's it's very yellow, yes, um, it is, but kind of a dull yellow. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty rad. Have, yeah. we, have we even mentioned what it's called? Yes, Fiscal Damage. Okay, I, I, said wasn't that, I said that before I opened it.
0: Okay, my bad, sorry. That's all good. Um, I genuinely don't have a whole lot to say about it because it's, it's just... It's a little confusing.
1: Yeah, I can't be like, <laughs> I'm,
0: getting, I'm getting... I'm not very good at picking out flavors anyway. No, I've got but, a pretty rubbish that's palette. That's
1: the point of this section is we try anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Look, it's nice. You probably won't just buy it unless you're quite into beer because it's not a cheapie. Um,
1: yeah, I can't... I think this was part of the... Oh, I went to Carwin and bought like a dozen beers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I mentioned it last time around. Um, and it was like 120 for the 12. And that was including the discount they do for yeah. when you buy at least six. Um, and I just got two of these because like I can make an episode out of this with a name like that. There's plenty of stories to do with financial fuckery in the history of the human race. Um, that'd be easy. Uh, and then I honestly couldn't remember what this one cost on its own. It might have been like 20 is that about right? Yeah, I it, think.
0: It, it's. I think the cheapest thing is like eighteen fifty a can. Yeah,
1: and they're they're four forty mil cans, so they're they're big boys, decent size. Yeah, it's just it's a bit hectic. It is a bit. Um, well, I mean, on that
0: um, discussion of of topics, maybe we'd maybe like to hear a little bit
1: about what you're going to talk about. today. Maybe it's time to to, to move forward with today's story. All right, let's do it up. Yeah, So like I said, there's plenty of stories about people doing wild shit on account of money uh, in, 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 in the, the history of humans. Um, and then the last week happened, uh, which I assume it oh boy. I assume at this point, most people have heard at least a little bit about this story. Um, this is probably going to be the most topical Hebrew ever is.
0: Yeah, I mean, except for the literal seasonal ones where they're perma Yes. Like, yeah, and yeah. you have to listen to those at the time. Yeah,
1: it'd be like, oh, here's that
0: Christmas episode, it's like, cool. Are we, right. are we, like, South Park now? It's just six days to air. No. I mean, we actually have a much tighter turn, Yeah, realistically, like, we'll, we'll that's because today. It's very yeah. Low effort.
1: We're recording today on Sunday, it'll go out on Wednesday uh no just imagine Um, the addendums you have to put in between now and then no i'm 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 (laughs) i don't want to have to do that um but yeah so so today we're going to talk about the whole situation with the GameStop shares uh in the u.s and the stock market over there uh so i'm I'm gonna do my best to lay out uh what's what's happened um to to up to today essentially all right uh being january 31st thousand twenty one. (laughs) <laughs> i feel like i need to put all these caveats throughout the episode love the idea that this is how we started 2021 yeah Some mad difference I'm the last tell year about it. um and on the topic of caveats uh it's probably worth saying we're not any kind of financial advice and you shouldn't treat us as such
0: no you should i'm, I'm really good it's fine
1: no no yeah. no 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 no. no. That, <laughs> i don't know if you know but people in this country have gotten trouble for that for that exact thing <laughs> all you right remember the whole royal commission
0: uh, yeah yeah okay. hey, this show does not constitute financial advice please speak to an
1: advisor yes uh like I've, I've done I haven't f- said that for everything I do. <laughs> I know I like, I've done a few like little bits of trading shares over the years, but it's, it's only ever been shares that I've been given as part of a salary package for mm. companies I've worked for. Um, um, it takes away like all of the decision making process of like working out if it's a good stock to buy and all that so- and actually using my own money for it. It's just like, here, you've got it. Um, do what you want with it.
0: Oh yeah. And so so it, it, yeah. I, I
1: don't feel qualified to like go into all the, nitty gritty details of how stock markets work for example that's fair
0: <laughs> enough i did i did just for you jump in see a, uh someone It's a screenshot of a tweet today just someone that said hey uh next time everyone's going to make loads of money when no with little to no effort can you all just shoot me a text
1: first <laughs> 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 yeah yeah i feel that that's it's, real good this is bitcoin all over again yeah yeah <laughs> the, the hot takes on twitter are still flying yeah um all right crack yeah. it to me baby yeah uh that phrase. it's it um, i'm also because it is such a a developing story i mm. guess at this point is the the right sort of language um it's it's very likely i'm not going to get everything here feel
0: oh. up to the minute bruise news <laughs> yeah
1: and also this yeah it's hey not, brew not that uh yeah i'm probably not going to get everything totally accurate uh, i'm definitely going to end up leaving out uh some of the finer details um because it gets into actual like economic theory and Shit of explaining how stock markets work, and I don't want to do that. That is not the show. <laughs> nah, probably not. Um, but I've, I've I've done my best to kind of summarize the the key points, I guess, up into where things stand today. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I what I want to do because uh, it's kind of fucking weird what's going on. So I think this is useful because a lot of people have seen this
0: shit going around, but they're like, the question is, what's going on that stuff with GameStop? Yeah. Um, I, so. I
1: I know at least one person who got into it within the last week and I quickly told them to get the fuck out of it because it's anyway we'll get into that yeah Um. there's a few <laughs> that's financial advice I believe <laughs> it is stop it stop stop the recording <laughs> uh, anyway there right. are, are a few I guess groups or individuals that are worth clarifying sort of who they are, uh, sort of a glossary, if you will, for what's yeah, to come. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so hedge funds, uh, you, you and I probably have an idea about what they are, but it's essentially like you give, if you have a bunch of money, you give it to a hedge fund, they go and place bets, really, on the stock market and they are called hedge funds because they are hedging those bets by often buying things on both sides of a mm. given uh, transaction, I guess, so that they're making money either way. Um, Fun fact, the reason
0: I fled the UK was because um, I was going to work for a hedge fund and it fell through. Huh. Interesting. My little dark past. We're going
1: to talk about that (laughs) later. Um, But yeah, they're typically only available to like uh, institutional investors or people with a fuckload of money. Yeah, high net worth. Yeah. yeah. It's not something that like you or I would potentially ever touch. (laughs) Unless you're about to maybe work for them. So...
0: (laughs) so the thing about institutional investment is that institutional investment is our money yeah it's yeah, our pensions it's, it's, like it's retirement doing funds it on it's health behalf, funds yeah. etc so
1: yeah Karen, well, this is where I have slight yeah. issues with the, some of the stuff that's we, going on this we week. would never be directly involved with it it's sort of more it's, yeah it's my pr- point pretty unlikely yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah they they, they typically uh, still our cash for the record we <laughs> got <laughs> yes but it's not like I'm going there and saying hey I'd like you to invest in <clears> excuse this. me hedgy here you go yeah there you go um yeah, they they often are using quite aggressive investment techniques, yes. and they're usually less regulated. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get to do things that either are or should be illegal uh, in order to make a lot of money. Yeah, hedge, and,
0: hedge funds are very small, and they still have to go out regulations. For yes, that reason.
1: and they are often dealing in the amounts of like billions of dollars, um, and it's frightening. Yeah, I mean that 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 that's like total fund sizes. Yes. Yeah, that that that's what I mean in terms of like the the amount of weight they're throwing around yeah very large Um, the next one that is very important to explain is the idea of shorting a stock Mm. Um, so (laughs) good luck yeah I like credit where credit's due a lot of this whole situation has blown up. In, like on Reddit mm-hmm. and in other parts of Reddit I've managed to find some really fucking good explanations Yeah. Uh, notably in the explain like I'm five and out of the loop subreddits nice um, so I'm going to cr- like give credit where it's due to, to some of those um, this being one of them um, but shorting a stock is kind of fucky uh, to understand um, normally if you're buying a stock in a company it's because you think the value is going to go up so you buy a stock and you sell it when it goes up and that difference is profit um that one i think most people kind of understand and that is known as taking a long position mm-hmm. um because you're playing the long game i guess
0: a, a, taking a long position is is a longer term investment but you can you can yeah. you can day trade yes. on the on yeah. the standard of of buying and selling a share is that yes you think that share price will mm-hmm. go up due to the success of an organization
1: mm-hmm. yeah i'm glad that you're here to to, to you know,
0: man, it's been a while, no, but for, for, for I like, know for like guardrails. It's fair cause, enough. Cause I'm just stretching I, off at the moment. I'll I, see how I, I go,
1: I know enough to kind of like read these things and kind of get it. Mm. Um, so I'm glad that you're also somewhat aware as well. Um, anyway, short selling or shorting a stock uh, is kind of the opposite emphasis on kind of um, you're essentially trying to profit based on the company's stock price going down mm. instead of up, um, which again, I don't think should be possible. Because that seems like just a weird motive. It
0: is, yeah. It is one of the reasons I feel very mixed emotions about this whole yeah affair. Yeah. Like
1: you're, you're you're financially incentivized for a company to fail. Yes, <laughs> which is just feels morally corrupt. But anyway, we'll get to the editorializing at the end. Um, so Reddit user Muroid, I think M U R O I D so whatever uh, on the out of the loop discussion on um, an out of the loop discussion uh summarized it pretty well uh so short selling involves borrowing a stock from someone who owns it with the promise to return it at a later date and then because you're borrowing it you pay, you pay interest on that as well um yeah you pay a small fee based on the value of the stock you then have you take that that borrowed stock you sell the stock wait for the price to drop and then you buy it back at a cheaper price and then you return the stock to the original owner, and that difference is your profit. Yeah, it's what you get to keep. Yeah. This allows people to make money off of a drop in the price of a stock. Um, unlike with regular stock trading, however, the potential losses are not limited. So if you buy a $10 share in a company and then the company goes bankrupt, you lose that $10 and that's Job it, done. Right? Money in, money out. Fine. If you short a company with a $10 share price and that price jumps to $100 per share, you lose 90 yeah it is it's really like orders of magnitude yeah and the the loss potential is infinite Mm. like it could just keep going up and you lose the difference no matter what yes times the number of shares you have yeah um the main point here is that when you short something you're doing so assuming that you'll be able to cover uh what you've borrowed with the profit you make from selling them later Mm. uh it's a big risk (laughs) considering that that lost potential. It,
0: it, it can be incredibly lucrative, but it it's quite—it's quite a
1: complicated financial instrument. Yes. Yeah. Um, and as as we'll see it can go horribly, horribly wrong. Uh, GameStop, really quick. They're a chain of stores in the US, basically the same as EB Games here in Australia mm-hmm. and New Zealand for that matter. Game in the UK. Yes. Um, they're essentially, they, they sell video games and consoles and have been a dying business for a long time because mm. they only exist really as physical stores. Yes. And people are starting to shift more towards downloading games or buying them off Amazon or, or what have you. So yeah. also their, their trade was also like, trading in games so that you could buy other games Mm. um and again like that's kind of not so much of a thing anymore yeah and also with the pandemic they're pretty fucked yep absolutely um robin hood is a app uh probably heard about this one but it's it's not super critical to the story because there's a number of these apps around the world for different legislations and things like that it's essentially where individual people can just go in and buy and sell shares with no fees and you can Mm -hmm. do things like you mentioned day trading of just doing very quick uh transactions Um, it's
0: basically a it's it's an online brokerage almost you don't have to go through a stock broker anymore yes
1: yeah um, it's 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 really approachable for regular people which is why mm-hmm. a lot of people like you and me super popular get into it um, and yeah that's yeah I didn't have anything else for that um, the other one it's worth mentioning is r slash uh, wall street bets the reddit sub community wall street bets it's a community of people that make just utterly wild moves when it comes to share trading it's often like super speculative stuff um, stuff that is legitimately gambling. Like yeah. it's often people going like, I put this much money into this stock and they're just hoping it pays off. Like it's you, 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 the, the, the good advice I saw was if you're going in there, expect to lose money.
0: Yeah. It, it, it does seem for the most part to be people that are interested in, interested in equities trading, but not professionals. And mm. they take, mm. um, they also enjoy the, the, yeah, the, the gambling like rush of being like, "fuck it, let's let's find out what happens," yeah. so rather and than being like, oh, "I think this is a really interesting and viable long term investment."
1: Yeah, and it's it's where some of the stuff gets a bit weird because they're not any kind of institutional investment or organization or anything. It's just an internet forum. Yes, it is just people, just way people discuss it. It's just people having a chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> which is wild. Yes. Anyway, the actual timeline of events. Uh, I'm gonna paraphrase parts of this from uh, Muroid uh, in a different explanation that they posted, um, because they do a pretty good job of explaining things without relying on the weird metaphors you might see involving apes and snakes and bananas and shit. It's it was a way to like explain short selling. Gotcha. And they were going on about a banana costs this much and a snake does this and that, and it kind of it's a oh it's a word. metaphor that didn't need to exist. They just weren't explaining what short selling is well enough, I think. Yeah,
0: sometimes an analogy becomes and needs an analogy of its own, and it's like, oh no, this is getting yes. out of yeah. hand.
1: Yeah, um, and the metaphor doesn't quite extend far enough to to cover everything. Anyway, um, so yeah, as I mentioned, GameStop has been failing for a while. Um, yeah, I think their share price back in 2019 was like three dollars. So, um, January,
0: it, beginning of January, we were looking at about... Uh, so January 19th, I think it was $11.
1: Yeah, and and that was more the results of like them changing some executives around and things like that. And people were like, oh, maybe it's going to get better.
0: Yeah, it it's like so many large retail chains in that it's now just hanging on by its fingernails.
1: Yes. Um, so, oh, I've lost my place. Um, but yeah, you, you, you add that to a global pandemic and you've got a recipe for a failing business model. Mm-hmm. Um, because... It was so obviously you know not going to do well uh, a bunch of big hedge funds began to short the company in a big way uh we're taught yeah we're we're uh, where is it yeah to quote something uh from muroid directly uh to give you an idea uh let's say i own a share of gamestop stock and you want to short it i lend you my share and you sell it now someone else wants to short the stock as well so they borrow the share From the person you sold it to And then they sell it And so on If this happens enough times You can have more people Who owe back a share To the original owner Than there are actual shares Of the stock Interesting So as a result of that GameStop ended up With 140% of its available shares In market Short sold Oh good lord Yes So it's a Fucking dumb thing That is totally possible and is usually illegal, mm. um, but also has the added effect that if those people who short sold the company uh, decide to buy back those shares to cut their losses, um, it's literally impossible for every one of them to do that because there are not enough shares yeah. in existence. The literal
0: market cap is over. Uh, yes. Yeah. They they have the short thing, sold. Yeah.
1: They have short sold more shares than exist. Yes. Um, so so that's where this whole thing kind of uh, starts to blow up. Um, that's where wall street bets comes in Uh, somewhere along the line information was published indicating just how much short selling had been going on Uh, and so wall street bets got their hands-on info i mean it was public so it was Mm. more a case of like yeah these are financial documents that have to be released but it's also no no uh if a a hedge fund short sells stuff they're not required to disclose that oh they're not no they just did they they were almost bragging in a way i don't know I, I i didn't i couldn't find the exact source that these finance bros are like that yeah doesn't <laughs> it? um but anyway they looked at it and sort of found a way to make some money uh through enough collective action within mm-hmm. uh within the the community there and i'm going to keep calling them a community because that's what it is it's a discussion forum it's, yeah it's the cl- right? closest way to describe what is this loosely affiliated bunch of idiots yeah. <laughs> uh the idea uh was that if enough people bought shares in gamestop so actually just like legitimately bought shares mm-hmm. uh, that would push the price up, mm-hmm. um, which is what usually happens when more people buy shares and the yep. same thing. Uh, and then they could sell them for a profit. They would also undo the profits of the hedge fund. That was not their initial goal. Okay. That came after, gotcha. uh, after the, the thing that happens next. Um, most of these people on wall street bets are what's called retail traders. So that's mm-hmm. like individual people, families with money in the bank, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. It's not, You know they're not dealing with huge amounts of money. It's like, oh, I've got... No, you're talking thousands of dollars. Yeah, it's like I've got a couple grand I could afford to lose. Mm. Uh, I'm willing to take a bet on the stock market, essentially. Um, And they were using apps like Robinhood um, to to do that very quickly uh, without having to pay fees on it and all that sort of stuff. Um, So that happened for a bit, and then the big firms tried to throw their weight around uh, about it. So Citron Research, a financial analyst and full-time short seller... Uh, who was actually just one guy? That's his publication and mm. business name. Um, he published a report predicting that the stock price would decrease, expect, <coughs> expecting that that would actually cause that to happen. Uh, and what happened then is Wall Street bet basically said, "Fuck off." Uh, there, yeah, it's that. That's the point where the stock price went up to on january 27th compared to two weeks before that Mm -hmm. it was up 1500 percent it went from 17 dollars to over 300 it was uh, it was like over 300 as of today yeah and started january it was like yeah 15 bucks some somewhere around there uh at one point elon musk tweeted in favor of wall street bets providing a link to the subreddit which caused another spike in the share price because of course it did yeah um Uh, the entire thoughts on him aside yes the entire thing at this point has become, it's almost evolved into this thing where most people are in it now to actually try to fucking bankrupt hedge funds. Yeah. So do you have much on that bit? Uh, a little bit. Okay. I was going to say, cause I, this is what I was reading about today, but I won't, I won't like cut in there. Okay. okay. Um, so on January 28th, Robin hood decide, uh, not decided they, they stopped allowing people to purchase shares in GameStop. Um, as well as other companies that people are trying to short squeeze uh, so a short squeeze is basically what this is mm-hmm. so when, it, when when there's a bunch of shorted stock a short squeeze is where people go in and buy a bunch of shares to try and
0: reverse the f- short
1: force them to buy it back yep uh, or you know basically resolve the whole thing so you're, you're, putting, you're putting a squeeze on the people that shorted it
0: yeah so my understanding is that this is there's a number of stocks that the wall street bets guys yeah that, all love yeah. and amc is one of them as well yeah, so, so
1: amc theaters a movie theater chain in the u.s blackberry nokia mm. and there was there was a list of like eight of them essentially that are all like businesses that used to be really really popular but now don't make sense yeah so like, they know there's meme stocks on the um yes. on the subreddit yes there's a whole bunch of like weird slang in that community which i'm not going to touch because i think some of it fucking sucks it's also reddit yes so, it's yes. just not it's just full of moon goths and yes. goblins and shit exactly um but yeah so people on robin hood weren't able to buy stocks in any of those uh companies they were i think still able to sell them um but the reason for that put simply is that Robinhood simply didn't have the cash to facilitate those trades. Um, that doesn't overly surprise me. Yeah, because they're not... Like, this is unusual behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, usually it's like, oh, they need to have enough collateral for the two or three days that it takes for one of those trades to go through. Mm-hmm. But you're dealing with stupid, like, stupid amounts of money. Yeah, because everyone on their
0: data is getting into it now, too.
1: Yes, exactly. Um so this has led to at least two class action lawsuits being filed against the company by their users for quote, protecting institutional investment at the detriment of retail customers. Mm-hmm. So I think there's some merit to that. Um, there's a, there's some politicians that have started to like yeah, weigh in wrong. on the whole thing as well. Did you um, say
0: Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez? Yeah. Then dissed Ted Cruz about I it. I did see that. It's fucking it's
1: so good. Very crisp. I love
0: her so very, very much. Yes. She is a force to be reckoned with. She is a treasure and we do not deserve her. No, that's very true. America certainly doesn't.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So as it stands right now, today, Sunday, uh, it's still a big mess. Um, The share price is, I checked while writing this over $300 uh, where before all of this, it was like I said, like 15, $18, somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. Um, You've now got all of these wall street bet folks who are still holding on to those shares um in the hopes that either the hedge hedge funds will start to buy them back to cut their losses as i mentioned the hedge funds will start to go bankrupt or both Hmm. um there's at least one hedge fund that has been bailed out by another venture capital firm um it's fucking ridiculous in a reuters article from three days ago uh that that's how fast the shit is moving uh short sellers are sitting on an estimated 70 billion dollars in losses from this so
0: the thing that i read about this on that um note yes is that the initial company that was holding a lot of was shorting a lot of GameStop shares mm-hmm. had losses equivalent to their total asset worth mm-hmm. thanks to this yep so
1: yeah there was one that had to start selling off other shares they held just to pay down this loss
0: well the great thing about it was that they had a they had a and please stop me if this is in here so this um hedge fund and i think they're called something like nelson
1: there's this melvin capital melvin that's that that's the main one that's been in a lot of the reporting
0: so they had three billion dollars worth of loss mm. which is equivalent to if not more than the full size of their hedge fund
1: yeah i think i think it was more like six billion
0: Ah, this might have been an AUD then, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But basically, they had enough loss at that point that it was like, oh, we have just been overnight bankrupted to the tune of billions of dollars. And another hedge fund stepped in and said, don't worry, we'll bail you out. Here's a billion dollars. Yep. At which point, Wall Street Bets went, no, watch this. Yeah. And wiped 16% off the value of the company that bailed them out. Yes. Yeah. Which is, I mean, like, if the rich didn't want to be so, didn't want to be eaten, they shouldn't have been so tasty. Like, you know, come on.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, I've got a a couple more points here and then we can get into what you and I really think about this. Yeah, if you like. Which is what everyone else is really tuned in for. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I do want to make one thing clear. Um, It's, and I'm going to try to say this in a way that isn't financial advice. If you're considering getting in on this just because of what you've heard about it, either from well from us but in the media um or you did in the last sort of couple of weeks it is a massive gamble like the bottom of this whole thing could drop out at any point the best thing to look at is volkswagen in 2008 Mm -hmm. so they had a short squeeze there was a short squeeze around their um share price around that time and it is literally a fucking spike if you look at it now it is like straight up and down it is a very short window in which you could have made any money on it Um, it there's like there is very little precedent for this kind of thing, and the fact that it's 140 percent oversold is bizarre Mm. for sure. Um, but yeah, it's it's not any kind of there's no predictability in where this is going to go. No, um, and it, it kind of defies a lot of. Uh, from what I was reading, it, it defies a lot of traditional economic teachings around like the efficient market hypothesis and all sorts of things like that. Because we because you, you're supposed to assume rational investors, and this is anything exactly. but rational.
0: None of this is driven by anything other than um, spite. Well, initially, <laughs> initially, this would be funny almost. Yeah. Um, to then now maybe we can make a statement out of it. To yes. then lots of people being like maybe i can get rich quick out of it mm-hmm. and then there's a media hype yes it's almost like bitcoin but with a fuck you attitude as well like imagine yeah. if bitcoin was somehow taking down the, i don't know the fucking I'm trying to think of a country that's big enough that people would hate it but not big enough that it's going to tank the world economy <laughs> um australia no um i don't know that's what it would be like yeah. if we'd all just turn around and went right well we're gonna fuck you're all going to buy Bitcoin, Bitcoin to fuck France or something. Yeah, sure. Uh, and it's going to be like, wait, what? Like it's yeah. and it just wipes out like fucking loads of money off French yeah, coffers. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, the the other thing that it's important to kind of state is that it is tempting to look at this and then look at the 2008 financial crisis with the housing market in the US and all that sort of stuff. But this is fundamentally different. That was a case of individual people. Or retail investors, or whatever you want to call them, getting fucked over because of institutions yes. fucking with each other. It was quite,
0: It's pretty much a perfect flip of what this is.
1: Yeah, it was. It was big banks, big and in, big investment firms getting greedy, and like human lives were the collateral. In, yes. that, in that sense, um, this, however, is more like that same class of people decided to get revenge, or mm. uh, well, at least now it is with with what Wall Street bets are doing. Um, we're talking about people with student loans, medical bills, like regular fucking people. They were able to turn some shit around. Like I've, I've seen some, some anecdotes and reporting around like actual individual people that put money into this and got a fair bit out. Like people, for example, that couldn't afford to get surgery for their pets that now suddenly have a couple of hundred grand and everything's fine. Or they were able to pay off their student loans Mm. and things like that are like, yeah, fuck hedge funds. This kind of shit actually matters. Yeah. In my opinion, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think
0: um I, I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I think you and I are probably of a very similar mind about this. Mm. Like we, we differ in some ways in some of our like generally we're pretty both quite hard left you know, yeah. socially... If, if you want to put a label on it. Socially yes. left-leaning and stuff. And I would say I'm probably a little bit more economically right-leaning than you, but mm-hmm. I'm not right-wing in that respect sure. so but i kind of assume we're both probably going to have quite similar opinions on this mm. um so i'm intrigued to know as to what you think um i didn't mean to make that sound so it was such gravitas no
1: i think it's good i think before we get to that uh i've literally got like two sentences which basically say like um, um, flanders no <laughs> so like it's it's, <laughs> it's, look, it's it's a big story it's complicated there's a ton of like details in terms of stock markets and investment firms and hedge funds and shit that I have either left out or didn't bother to look into because it wouldn't make sense for what we do here. Nice, no, It's um, not our podcast, is it? Like I said, I was trying to hit the, the main points, uh, especially without going into some of the more conspiratorial allegations and beliefs around like, Oh, this investment firm owns this one and they're bailing each other out of the whole thing. And Robin hood is on no, uh, a lot of that shit is unproven. It's just people trying to find a link between things they don't like. And uh, sounds, like sounds like the internet. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah, I kind of... Where do I fall on this? Fuck hedge funds. Fuck them getting bailed out of this. Because that's what is probably going to happen. Because the rich protect themselves. This is literal class warfare. Well, that's what you do. As far as I'm concerned. Um I wouldn't be surprised if they get bailed out by the U.S. government um, and that nothing changes like it did in 2008. You know, like there should have been people put in jail for the financial crisis in 2008. There should have been legislative changes. There weren't. If you want to feel worse about it, you should look up what's called the savings and loan um, scandal, which
0: was the same thing that happened in 2008, exactly. but 20 years before. Exactly. And they didn't do it. They, at the time... SEC and a few others were just like, we're going to do this and this and this. And toothless, he did nothing. And I mean nothing. Yeah.
1: So while while I would hope that this leads to changes that result in this not being a thing that can happen again. And that so so like retail investors aren't locked out of this entire investment world. I kind of doubt that it will. Mm Mm-hmm. i I really do and that makes me sad like this but the other thing with this is like this is essentially collective action imagine what happens if all those same people stop showing up to work or stop paying rent then you start dealing with general strikes yeah (laughs) and and i actually think that's a really
0: interesting thing but the difference between the motivation for that and the motivation for you might make some cash yeah this is this is basically like
1: do I take an ideological stand and say that landlords shouldn't exist or do I make some money and then it turns into a bit of a thing? That's kind of the difference here is like some people went into this trying to make money. It turned out that they could also fuck over some hedge funds, which are just like not good. And then that's kind of what it has become. Mm. Um, Yeah. Like individuals should not be billionaires. We shouldn't have mechanisms in place to make them such.
0: No, and, and you and I discussed this before that, like, realistically, if I said tomorrow, okay, the most amount of money you're allowed to earn is $999,999,999.99, mm-hmm. and then once you reach a billion, you win
1: capitalism. Yeah, I love the idea of maximum income. I would probably set it a bit lower. Um, but I mean, even, even if it was a billion. Yeah. But then it will be like, okay, anything you earn over that just goes 100% into social services, et cetera, mm. through tax. Yeah. Fine. Cool. Then you get to say, one, I've clocked capitalism. And two, I'm actually contributing to society. In more ways than anybody else. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So, yes, I agree with that.
0: I have a couple of, for want of a better word, issues with this
1: Phenomenal? being seen as a
0: movement. Yeah. Because it isn't. No. It's not why it started. It's not why it's happening. And it's unfortunately not been the the motivation for the majority of it and the majority of people. Is that, and this comes back to this question that I keep asking myself about things, which is if you do a good thing for the wrong reasons, are you still doing a good thing?
1: Yeah. Like corrupt motivations, but ultimately a good outcome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like if you push someone out the way of a speeding car, because you'll be seen as a hero, not because you don't want them to die. Mm Mm-hmm. The net result is the same. Yeah. Like, so, I don't really know what to think. Yeah. But there's a massive philosophical question that I'm, yeah. not, I'm
1: not equipped to answer. No, you're dealing with, like, what is altruism? Yes. And internal versus external motivations. And, boy, have I had too much beer to talk about that right now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or, alternatively, not enough. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but my my other thing, as I said earlier, which is that... The, the, and I can't believe I'm going to say these things because it's going to sound really... um, Like my mouth is full of boot... Um, But there is a really big anger against things like managed funds And about investments and stuff that we are all reasonably and rightfully angry about Mm -hmm. And the way that those institutions operate And the ethics behind them And the way that they make money And the way that they share money Mm -hmm. Between themselves and people in their ilk And the way that they reward poor performance, etc But that other flip side of it is things that if a hedge fund loses three billion dollars and to pick for example a bit of a like heart stringy use for this if that three billion dollars is the pensions and investment fund created by the nurses union for example Mm -hmm. that's three billion dollars been taken from somebody that money it
1: has to come from somewhere yeah
0: and yes there's a large percentage of it that comes from people that have got more money than God, mm-hmm. or even enough money that that's going to hurt, but it's probably not going to kill them. Mm. And they're definitely going to get bailed out, insured, because yes. it's $3 billion and the government can afford $3 billion. Yes, But this is more a question about better financial regulation. Yeah. And again, oh, 100%. not the podcast. No, no. But I'm,
1: <laughs> but I'm, but I'm right there with you. Like, a lot of this yeah uh, <laughs> trying to find your beer uh, grab the microphone let's go I reach for the mic to take a drink of it <laughs> not me the microphone anyway Por um, a lot of this like i i don't know economic policy i don't know no it's right f- financial regulation to me on face value a lot of the events that have happened are things that should not be possible and the way you prevent that is through regulation yeah legal uh Legislation. That's, I was going to say legalization. Not what I want. The opposite of such. Don't
0: know, if everyone's pretty high, no one's going to organise, organized, are
1: they? Yeah. But <laughs> what? Yeah, anyway, like to me, the idea of shorting a company is fundamentally corrupt. Yes. I, t- like, I
0: take massive issue with I, the concept
1: of shorting a company. I, I'm okay with the idea of buying a stock in a company, a stock, uh, <laughs> my mouth. My Dutch accent what is happening. My Dutch accent is infecting you. Yeah. Um I'm okay with the idea of buying a stock in a company because I think it is going to increase in value. Yes, I make money off that, but it's also, you know, a sign to them that I believe in their business. Yeah. There there's some good there, right? The opposite of that to me is fucking corrupt as a motivation.
0: The the idea that these people have gone in and gone, my betting is that GameStop will close down and thousands of people will lose their jobs. Yeah. But on the upside... I'm going to get
1: fucking rich. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm a big fan of the movie The Big Short. I'm sure they take some liberties. But they do a pretty good job of walking you through the 2008 financial crisis. It's Have also little, quite entertaining. I haven't just seen it. Um, it's quite good. I it's right good. now, it's a good time to watch it. Yeah, I fucking bet it's going <laughs> mad on Netflix right <laughs> yeah. now, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I think, I think this is a really, if nothing else, fascinating oh, yeah. study and phenomenon. Yeah. I think this is more interesting than ninety percent of the things that happened last year because it's it's um community it's money it's investments mm-hmm. it's um it's kind of like uh, there's 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 an element of like you know uh political theory almost in it yeah. like a, you know socialism social theory there's there's an element of um there's, dramatically, there's a good guy and a bad guy. Kind of. There are. And there I are, hate
1: that I'm rooting for Reddit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. It's like, don't, you know when 4chan
1: accidentally do, does things well or yeah, does good things and you're like, yeah, this, Jesus I, Christ, I, don't I, ever I, tell them. A, tw- a tweet that I love that I saw about this was, this is like when you know a guy who is an asshole, but boy, does he make a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is a really good point. Uh, yeah yeah it's a shitty guy that right now is making a good point Mm. like that's that's what's going on
0: that's it and for those people that yeah you've got a little bit of cash and you're like struggling you're like do you know what fuck it i'm chucking three hundred dollars at this yeah and you now got 12 grand or whatever and you're and you're like it's kind of life-changing after the worst
1: fiscal year of your life quite probably yeah it's like The the other thing that has been sort of, uh, not tied into this, but like put up parallel next to it is the state of the stimulus stimulus payments in the US. It's like here's six hundred bucks and here's twelve hundred bucks, six months apart, something like that. It's like cool, take that two grand, put it into this bullshit, you turn it into a whole bunch of money if you You if you do it it at the right time. What three hundred grand potentially? You know, like so.
0: (laughs) I hope that this gets sorted, and and I also hope that realistically. So one of two things. One, do not buy this stock now. One, for, for multiple reasons. First of which is it's too late. This has ended because yeah. everything's frozen. And well,
1: also the stock price right now is close to its peak. Yeah, like, don't buy at the peak. No, it's not a good idea.
0: Like <laughs> the 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 White House and the SEC uh, SEC are looking into this. Yeah. this is a massive, unprecedented event because yeah. we're living in unprecedented, not unprecedented times. I don't want say that, but in terms of Individual access yeah. to investment has yeah. never been so free and easy. Yeah. So this is going to be the watershed moment of how that's then regulated going forward. Yeah. So here's what's probably going to happen. Here's what I hope happens. Mm. And here's what's probably going to happen. What I hope happens is they freeze the stock. No trading on GameStop. They put in regulations in place to stop this kind of short selling to some degree, short squeezing. The people that have made money on this will get their payout quite probably the hedge funds are going to get bailed out that's a reality Mm. like it or not um and i hope that this creates a better framework for us to say this is how we kind of regulate and manage things like people would be able to band together and just throw enough money at something to make things larger which i've thought for quite a few years now if you could organize well enough Mm. it's very easy to make a lot of money on that on the stock market Especially now, investment like this is available because, yeah. as you see, all you need to do is get enough people willing to buy in, yeah. and you can soar a stock price. Yeah, that,
1: that subreddit I think has like around the time this was kind of happening. So we're talking, yeah, again, two or three weeks ago, they had I think two million members. That is a lot of people. Yeah, if one percent of them chuck a grand in each, yeah, like there, there, there was that's, one. So there's there's one guy on there who is kind of credited as being almost the profit of this whole thing. Apparently he's made 20 mil. In, yeah, in January, I think it was January 2019, he put 50 grand down on GameStop stock when it was $3 or so. That's wild. Because he actually believed that it was undervalued. I mean, he was right because even before this, it was three, four times that. And, and then like a year later, they changed some executives. They brought in some people that had experience with online retail because mm. that's the way that they should pivot and around then the stock price went up to about 17 15 17. um so even then that's a pretty big increase right that's at least five times yeah imagine turning your 550 grand into 300 grand yeah uh and then he held on to those through a lot he i think he's still holding on to a lot of it through this so he's gone from that 50 grand to 22 million plus dollars mm-hmm. ridiculous yeah and all of that is basically through stuff like Robinhood as far as i'm aware yeah it's Wild. <laughs> I, I,
0: I genuinely think for the for the for, the, for the, what will happen, the hedge funds will get bailed out. Yep. There'll be no regulation coming in or there'll be piecemeal talks about it for quite a while and nothing will happen. Yeah, I think that a lot of people will lose money. There'll be class actions and some people will recoup some of their money. Yep. And those people that sold already and managed to get out will be fine. But there'll be lots of people that got in a little bit late. The yeah. money's still trapped in there and they could have put in a couple of grand or they could have put in 50 grand yeah. and it's still in there. And yeah. some of them will get some of it back through yeah. class action that, lawsuits. That's,
1: that's kind of pretty close to what I think is going to happen. That's why the other day when a friend of mine was talking to me about this, I was like, you need to kind of get it's out. Too late. Yeah. It's too late. Well, no, they, they, they had some stock and I was like, you should probably get out. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't go well from here. No. And again, it's unpredictable, but I was like, i knowing knowing what i knew even on saturday or friday i.e one or two days ago i was like fuck i wouldn't touch this Mm -mm. like
0: i've got a friend who's been doing it and they've they've been talking to me a little bit about their investments recently and they're mm like oh you know i've got this this and this and this went up three percent and you know i'm like okay and they're like i think i might sell it like that no these investments are long term mm -hmm. and then they got in on this yeah and i'm like yeah it's really nice and i'm really happy for you but sell it now they bought three shares yeah right when they were like 18 dollars. yeah they're now you know they've three
1: hundred times their money or whatever Uh, so uh, no sorry 30 times their money or whatever but Mm. it's still and yeah some of the anecdotes i saw on on reddit were someone bought the shares in the morning sold them in the evening and made a few hundred bucks it's like that is so much mental stress you're putting yourself under for this as well
0: yeah that's pure day trading baby yeah yeah it is um
1: it's fascinating and yes. it's really interesting. I, I, and there are so many elements to this. I find it easy to say it's fascinating because I'm not involved. I yeah, I cannot understand I'm, I'm okay what it feels with not like being involved, being a part of this. Uh, it's uh, it's a whole lot to deal with.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with not being involved in this. Mm. I'm quite happy as an observer. Yes, and I'm, I am definitely happy for those people that have made a lot of money. Yes, and that they've got
1: it. Is, but you've only made money if you got out if you still have stocks you don't have money you have you, the idea of money
0: yeah i mean if you've still got stocks in gamestop right now i mean that's, i won't be surprised I mean, if it, you never see that cash yeah
1: but it's the same for any stock like if you have a well, stock if you have a stock you don't have money you can't say that i made You have it. to Excellent. find a buyer yes that's yeah. the thing any any sale of a stock has to have a buyer on the and, other side of it
0: and the unfortunate thing now is that any buyer you sell it to is going to be someone else who's trying to jump on this train like you were. Yeah. So you're kind of going to fuck someone else over by selling it.
1: Yeah. There's no guarantee that the buyer on the other end is this hedge fund trying to cut their losses. Mm. A few of them have done that already. A few of them did it like earlier when it wasn't as astronomical, but a few of them have just been like, fuck it, let's cut our losses.
0: Do you know what the mad thing about the whole situation is? Mm. And I've just realized the biggest irony of it. Mm -hmm. you know what the perfect thing to do now would be? What? Short GameStop What? Why? Oh, because it's going to go down Yeah, because this share price shouldn't exist Yeah Yeah Oh, and to the many employees And uh, contractors and suppliers And, you know, everyone else who serves GameStop Sorry you're not going to see any of this. No, this isn't going to save your jobs. No,
1: I'm really sorry to say, yeah, that that's GameStop is still going to die. That's kind of the worst part, right? Because in theory, if you've got a company that is listed on the stock exchange, the value of your stock should be a reflection of the value of your company. And people that work for the company should probably see some benefit from that. Mm -hmm. Often that's through salary packaging and what have you with stocks and, and things like that. But this is so artificially inflated. Yes. That, it will eventually settle back to you know near what its true value is. And no one is gonna see any of this that that probably should. No. You know. Exactly. You know, like all the people that work at GameStop. No. Fuck you. It's very unlikely that yeah. your
0: random individuals working in the stores have been given any stock options. No. Nope. Corporate would have done. Maybe. You know,
1: a few. Maybe. Whatever.
0: I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. This is this is the 2021 equivalent of that time that moot from 4chan one time person of the year which i still think is very (laughs) very very funny
1: i don't remember that
0: oh this is when i was at uni and and my housemate was quite into 4chan and i got quite into it um and they basically nominated him through the online form for the founder of 4chan for person of the year he's also just a nerd yeah um and then they obviously 4 it and fucked with it so that he won
1: yeah so it's like the whole bodie mcboat face thing and in not, a sense yeah but but with so, something with with like much lower stakes with the bodie mcboat face thing
0: yeah um and also there was a lot of um assumptions that there was quite a lot of hacking going on right. to get him to be number one as well so uh-huh. quite funny really yeah. very artificial they yeah. also managed to get the the top however many it was if you read their initials downwards oh no it said uh marble cake also the game marble cake is a very disgusting joke about feces and semen oh oh, uh, 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 oh, but yeah so the time top was (laughs) moot at number one and then it said marble cake also the game and it's just like fantastic so also we've weaponized the podcast again
1: we've mentioned that before yeah someone has mentioned that to me the last time we mentioned the game and they were like hey fuck you um so to that no it's hey brew yeah um but to that person I'm sorry, I guess, that we've done it again. I'm not. I'm not, really. No, good. That's, that's how the game works. I don't have... Uh, <laughs> do you have anything else on that? No, 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 no. My, my notes have run out. Uh, my, it's an evolving story. There's only yes. so much we can talk about. Yes. Uh, I guess the main thing I would say is be careful about the sources you read about the story. Uh-huh. Um Try to stick your try to stick to reputable sources when it comes to things like yep. reporting on business and finance and economics. Um, don't go and read like, I mean, Buzzfeed News is actually pretty good, but like, there's this plen- weirdly good. There's plenty of websites out there trying to like write a hot article about the GameStop situation. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. and wait a day or two to read what is actually happening after the fact.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would suggest that when this is done in about a week and a half time. Mm. You wait a month and then read something from something like The Financial Times, The Guardian, yes. The Economist. Yes. Some, where they've got writers with experience, not yeah. another Redditor has written yeah, a blog about I it. I think
1: one of the ones I was looking at was uh, Motherboard, which is Vice's um, mm, tech and tech outlet. They've done a few articles more about like the human side of this. Mm, and, the social phenomenon. Yeah. Um, and they've been doing some pretty good work there. Um, other than that, yeah, like a lot of this was reddit like people on reddit explaining it but it's in things like explain like i'm five out of the loop where the entire point is to break it down to the basic elements for anyone to understand so it's not like up to the minute what the fuck is happening right now it's just here's what has happened Mm -hmm. um and like that's good enough for for the purpose of the show Mm -hmm. um but if you're trying to really understand this give it some time wait for someone to make like a 20 minute youtube video about what the fuck is going on yeah um and then go watch that i guess it won't be us. Right. I, can, I can guarantee you that. <laughs>
0: and, and if anyone listening thinks we sound bitter, we didn't get on on Bitcoin either. So you know, fuck you all. Yeah, but Bitcoin <laughs> is
1: actively destroying the planet. So people who are into Bitcoin can, can fuck, go fuck off. Fuck off. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, that's a di- that is a different episode. And Fucking I will. I into that. Though. I will yell more about Bitcoin than I will about this.
0: Also, if you're into Bitcoin, nobody wants to hear
1: about it either. Mm. So fuck off for that reason. Yes. Anyway, let's get out of this episode, pronto. <laughs> Any more thoughts on the beer? Uh, i really slurred that. Yeah, you can tell it's 3.3 standards. Yeah, I would rather talk about the beer than anything else we've said today. Um, it's kind of grown on me. The, I, I mean, it's the case with any kind of higher alcohol beer <laughs> is that it grows on you. Uh, but also, you kind of get used to the flavors and the amount of alcohol in it, especially mm. when it's a big can like this. Is more of it. It becomes less shocking. Yes. I was. I was
0: literally telling someone yesterday that, the episodes where we've done multiple beers. There was an episode where we did three beers. I know with the breakfast one we did four. Yeah. But we were sharing those a bit more. Yeah. There was an episode where we did three beers between us and I can't remember what the frig it was. Yeah, me either. But at the very beginning of the episode, we're bone sober, which is not a saying. <laughs> uh, but we were bone sober.
1: Bone dry. Dry sober.
0: Yeah. Um, Cold sober noodles. <laughs> can I get ramen? Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> Uh so and then by the end of it when we're at three bears, you can tell it's just got
1: quite loosey goosey. No, the, the one the one that I usually point people to is the uh the one we did the rhino, the eighteen percent. I didn't like because, that bear. No, it was a lot. But between <laughs> from from the start of the episode to the end, you can fucking track that shit on a graph yeah. of how it affected us. Good times. Also, was that was that I haven't listened to it. It was one of our
0: first lockdown episodes.
1: Yes, but I haven't listened to that uh I guess since we recorded it, was that literally me just talking about the the sick names of fighter jets? Yeah, yeah, I thought so. I was describing it to someone the other day. I'm like, I think that was what the episode was, but the, I think was I think, that enough? The fact that you can't remember what that episode about is the most indicative that that, that episode exists. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> phenomenal. Uh.
1: All right, well. Uh, this outro already has a more positive energy than the rest of this fucking episode. Jesus Christ, fuck hedge funds.
0: Well, I I think one of my favorite bits about this is that we had this discussion before we came on mic and yes. said, we need to change the kind of the, not the branding, but kind of the way the episodes are foretold. Mm. Foretold. Um, explained. <laughs> in, in the prophecies. It's, it's not, we used to say beer in storytelling and now we're sort of changing it up. It's like, it's more the stories that you're telling a pub. Yeah before I came here I went for lunch with my housemate and I asked him are you across this Wall Street Bets thing and he's like with GameStop I was like yeah he's like not really so I basically had a big discussion with him and yeah. had a pub discussion about it and then we came here and had the pub discussion about yeah, it yeah no uh, uh,
1: pulling back the, the curtains and production production notes I don't know anyway Elliot came over he was sitting there and we were just having a chat and then he asked me are you across this GameStop stuff and I was like you need to stop that's today's episode <laughs> i have this beer called fiscal damage i'm ready to tell a story i don't think this has ever happened before because we never updated that up to date but no. like it never was like Do you hear about this stuff about like the rainbow
0: warrior yeah, 20 yeah, years yeah, ago yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you ever heard the story of the canadian maple syrup heist why, yes, I was just reading about that the other day. <laughs> Me cradling an axe. Mike, who's your favorite serial killer? Um, is that a throwback to episode one? one.
0: You know what? <laughs> Do you know why this is? It's because when people ask what this show is about, it's the only episode
1: I can actually remember yeah. what the beer and yeah. what the title was. I mean, it was The Chop Yeah, from Hot Nation. It's the only one I recall. Was a failed axe murderer. Well, semi-successful. We, I think we described him at the time as an axe owner. <laughs> yes,
0: Go back in this episode, one, folks. It was actually quite funny. Yeah, it um, was pretty good. We haven't got more into our stride. We've always been this. We've always been this. If you liked this, though, yes. you can find more of this on social media. If you have social media, go to uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Hebrew Podcast. You will find us on the Reddit board r uh, slash heybrew, why s- is anyone listening to this? Don't say that. We're not on
1: Reddit. Not <laughs> well, then we won't know that they're trying to find it. But what if someone goes and camps that out and then they talk shit about us? It's fine. We're not on Reddit. Okay. Yeah, you got a point.
0: <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> hmm. uh, and I believe there is also a way to contact us via electronic mail.
1: Yes. If you would like to send things at us a lot more directly, uh, you can use the email address hello at heybrew.zone
0: um the s- personal DMs you can slide into.
1: Yeah, maybe I don't know if you got in on this GameStop thing. I don't know where you would have, but tell us what you're going to use your newfound riches for,
0: <laughs> or tell us what the next ridiculous stock you and your cronies are going to tr- uh, long, yes. you know, short squeeze are. So yeah, that give me and Mike be millionaires. Yeah,
1: give us a couple of months heads up, or or even a couple of weeks, we can figure it out. But yeah, let us know. We'll empty the Hebrew coffers. Yes. Yes, all of those negative dollars. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And all the beer we keep buying.
0: (laughs) Otherwise, like and subscribe to us on all your different various podcast um, apps. Leave us a review. Yeah. Especially if it's five star. Yeah. Or you can short... Our reviews by leaving us negative reviews until they no shut get up. enough. stop a, stop stop lots stop no. It was like that pizza joint in um, Chicago where they got a negative Yelp review and then they started offering a discount if you left a negative review. So now they have the worst rating like in a restaurant in America no. and they're world famous rate, but they make great pizza.
1: I mm, I don't like that. Um, we're
0: rebranding to the world's worst podcast. I don't want to do that. Though. We're not rebranding,
1: but we're coming out as. Has. I mean, we're not Joe Rogan. <laughs> done him. fuck that guy uh, uh, if, if any of that information was confusing or we were talking over each other Habrew.zone is a website you can go to and it will outline all of the links to subscription services where you can find us etc etc etc
0: i like the phrase if we were talking over each other like that's not what we do at the end of every podcast Shh. Alrighty, righty i've had <laughs> two pints before i came here so let's stop all right talking on record yes so i can start saying some really spicy
1: things that's a lot better (laughs) i thought (laughs) thought you'd be like i need to leave it's like no no i I want to capitalize on this situation (laughs) yeah (laughs) might as well yeah in for a penny in for a pint very good thanks i'm really pleased with that yeah all right beer is
0: not that cheap this has been an episode of hey brew i've been elliot i've been mike cheers cheers funny as well because it started out as like quite we were quite serious Mm. well no we started out being quite silly and then it got quite serious and then went silly again yeah it's
1: good yeah the hebrew model the hebrew way the hebrew parabola yes very good throwing back to episodes all over the shop (laughs) (laughs) fucking hell